Let me introduce you to the elements. Hey, you, I heard you shining, but I got that gold membership. I rose from the bush like Valentine's petals from an unstable family of alkaline metals. Hitting prime time like Channel 5 specials, and I never handle rocks like Palestine rebels with pebbles. The antics and antiquities and Mr. Steve's always got a trick up my sleeve. Miss, please, ancient magic of witchcraft. Skip class, and I barely just passed a young grasshopper that's trying to switch pads. She trying to get bent like light when it hits glass. Bong smoke got me blazed as hell. Burning weight like them 47 J's. I scale. You can tell by the amazing smell. And my eyes stay tight like I'm Asian. Wow. My man Dirty had the Buddha just to put me in the right mind. Yeah. You Never die as long as we got real shows like this holding us down. Yeah. Yeah. What up, yeah. Dormy, Dormy, Dormy? I want him brought from his happy holiday slumber over there on Melody Lane with all the other rich people. And I want him brought right here with a big ribbon on his head. And I want to look him straight in the eye and I want to tell him what a cheap, lying, no good, rotten, four flushing, low life, snake licking, dirt eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood sucking, dog kissing, brainless, hopeless, hopeless heartless, fat ass, bug eyed, stiff legged, spotting them, worm headed sack of monkeyish he is. New York City, man. It's Rory, man. WNYU. Now where are we? With Pedo Oasis and Darmic X. Much love to you. Much love. Yo, what up? This is Johnny Paycheck from Good Records NYC, and you're checking out NW3 Radio with my man, Peter Oasis and Darmic X. WNYU, baby paw. Now, here comes the music. You must learn. What's up? You're listening to NW3 Radio. NW3 Radio right here on WNYU. What's up, Peter? Oh. What's up, <laughs> what's up New York City? Peter's now, like, oh. I'm, just, I'm looking at my email. There's nothing worse I hate more than spam. Spam? Unsolicited spam. If you send me an email, I don't care who you are. If I don't know you, I'm not going to open it. Even if you know them, you tend not to open it. I'm not opening any. How many emails do you open? I don't open many. No, not at all. And you don't respond to any. Yo. <laughs> it's... Only mine. Hello, Emily. <laughs> What's up? Hi. Introduce yourself to New York City. I'm Emily Oberg. Talk louder. I'm Emily Oberg. Louder. Yeah. What? <laughs> we can't hear you. Yo, what's up? It's uh, another edition of Now Where Were We? I am Peter Oasis with Darmic, and we're on 89.1 FM. And I'd like to say to everyone out there, Happy Hanukkah. Yes. So put your glasses up. It's time to celebrate Dharmic. Has anyone tried to drag you into the uh, mitzvah tank today? Nope, that has not happened. I don't know what that is, but it hasn't happened. Oberg. What is that? Um, I saw a little truck on the side like a few blocks away. Is that what that is? Yes. Did you go in? No. No. <laughs> I don't go into strange, suspicious-looking trucks. No. Van, van, a van, van, a van okay. of that. Yeah. All right. So, look, I'm just trying to get comfortable here because... Because I know exactly what you want to talk about. You, no, I don't want to talk about that just yet. We got okay. plenty of plenty of time. We have plenty of radio time to talk about the hot topics of the day. Yes. I just want to thank everyone because it's the holiday season. I want to thank everybody who's listened to us over the past year. 
It's been very exciting. And um, I'm happy to say that both Darmic and I will be on the radio next week, which is Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. for a very special Christmas Eve broadcast. Yes. And then the following week, it is New Year's Eve, and I will be here alone. Yes, I will be back in the motherland, a.k.a. Boston, a.k.a. Beantown, and will not be here. And I'll, I'll be here alone. I'm not, I most likely won't have any guests, or maybe I will. Somehow he'll drag somebody in to join him on New Year's Eve? Yeah, I'm not, sh- I'm not sure if that's even possible. I don't think so, but hey, you know. Oberg, what are your plans for New Year's Eve? Mm, hopefully I'm with my family, but I don't know yet. And you headed back to Canada? Mm-hmm. Your home and native land? Mm-hmm. Can you sing the Canadian anthem for us? No. How's it go? It goes something like, oh, Dharma, can you cue it up? Yeah, the- I, can, I can cue it up. All right, it's, cue it's, it up. It's oh, Canada, though. Oh. Okay, here Stop, we go. Stop, I'm not singing it. We're, we're the- going to cue it up, and Oberg's going to sing. Uh-uh. 89.1 FM. Senor Darmic X is going to pull up the Canadian no! National Anthem, and Emily Oberg is going to sing it. I'm not singing it. What, you, I don't know the American one. You can teach me that. Yeah, that that's another show. All that right, may be the July, 4th, the July 4th edition. Put it up. I'm not singing this. Stop Hold on. it. You can sing it, Peter. <laughs> but Peter, do you know no. it? Canada, <laughs> our home and native land. Wow, I'm impressed. So you don't know this at all? I do know, but I'm not singing it. Come on, Ober. Come no. on, Ober. Come on. You sing it. I don't know the Canadian national anthem. What do I look like? Do you Canadian? <laughs> no. No pressure, but I it's on. I it's your s- moment. I only sing by myself. All right, no Darwin, turn it out. Oh. The, the reason, Oberg, I know the Canadian National Anthem is because growing up, I watched a lot of hockey. Ew, why? I was a ridiculous New York Islanders fan. And, of course, as every hockey fan knows, when you watch a hockey game or a hockey match, you're going to hear the Canadian hockey National match? Anthem. No. Yes, you hear both the American and Canadian. And the Canadian. Not American. Well, Not if, it's if you're watching... Stop swinging the mic around. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what you get when you give me a budget mic, and it's not it's on here. It's the normal it's mic. It's not a budget it's, mic. It's, no, it should be propped up, but it's not for everyone that's not watching. You're too sassy for WMYU. You can't, you can't adjust. <laughs> it's a problem. I'm, I'm trying to get myself fired. <laughs> from a show that you can't get fired from. Awesome. <laughs> but yeah, so you are an Islanders fan, though? Really? Yes. That's a That's kind of a shame, don't you think? Oh my god, who even cares, though? You're a Canadian who doesn't like hockey. That's even more scandalous, I think. Wait, what's the hot topics? Oh, right now it's hockey. You don't like hockey? <laughs> right now the hot topic is the Canadian National Anthem, man. Stop! You don't like hockey? No! How, how is this possible? Explain to the audience, because, you know, uh, us, us Americans on dysfunctional radio assume that all Canadians like hockey. <laughs> All right, this is obviously a huge problem that we let Emily Oberg back into the studio. Can't let her be here for more than two minutes before things get crazy. All right, Emily, you have another three minutes here before we make room for a guest. Okay. So please stop messing with my chair. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, New York. Wait, are you blaming her for that? <laughs> she just did it. How, how did she do that? All right, listen. Thank you for listening. And I apologize for Emily Oberg. And you will have 
a chance to speak with Emily later, you're going to call the hotline number, which is... Two, one, two, nine, nine, eight, one, eight, one, eight. All right, Emily... Make room. All right, Darmic, as we always like to do. Yes, as we always do this time. We have, you can actually sit there. We have want. guests in the either studio. Way, either way. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to set this up. All right. We've had before, we've had some great people who work in the media mm-hmm. and in the arts. Today, we have someone who's a friend of mine and a native New Yorker. Okay. More importantly, a Brooklyn boy. I want him to introduce himself, and then I will give you some backstory. What's up? This is Hector. What's up, man? Nice to nice to have you here. Thanks, man. So you can bring the mic up a little more. All right. Feel comfortable. Right Get, there. Yep, you're good. I don't know if that's kind of like you good. It's not normal. I don't walk down the street with a mic. You know. <laughs> See, I mean, you you've rapped before. Yeah. So you you know how to hold that mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So Hector is in the art department. He's an art director and an illustrator, and he works with a crew formerly known as Decon, now known as Mass Appeal, right? Mm-hmm. So you, Darmic, are a fan of Mass Appeal. Yes. I, I've been a fan of Mass Appeal f- from a while back. Mm-hmm. I had actually done some concerts with them. Um, I did a Ghostface show with them, an MF Doom show back in 2005, and Mass Appeal has been resurrected by the good folks over at Decon, and they have a record label going on and all this stuff. But if you ever wonder what it's like in the mind of a creative, right? Not only a creative, but someone who is from the culture, grew up in the city, and uh, we're going to introduce Hector to you, and that's spelled H-E-C-T-A-H. Is, is that how it's spelled on your birth certificate, man? Nah, it's just, that's how people pronounce in New York. So, you know, nobody says Hector. Everybody's like, Hector, Hector, Hector. And then <laughs> it came to a point where people's like, oh, what's your DJ name? What's your rap name or whatever? And I was just like, I don't have a name. I just go by Hector. And then, So you're a New Yorker? You're from Brooklyn? Yeah, born and raised in, in Williamsburg before the bomb, before the <laughs> hipster bomb just landed. And yeah. Southside? Uh, nah, actually, like East Williamsburg, like close to Eastern District. What when was it, when it was still open? Yes, it's no longer open or it's renamed. It's Eastern District Campus, and now there's like four high schools within it. But Eastern District, for those that don't know, in like the late '80s and early '90s, was one of those schools that, like, in junior high school, it was our zone school. And when you found out you didn't get accepted to schools and you had to go there. Like, girls would cry. Like, they break down in tears. Like, they're like, my life's ruined. Like, they knew they would be, like, pregnant in the next six months. Like, it was, like, crazy. Like, you just, your future's gone. Anybody we know that the world may be familiar with went there? Ooh. I, That's a good question. I, I would like to guess, and if our fact checker can check this, maybe, possibly, the rapper OC, the DITC crew, could have gone to Eastern District. I know he's a Bushwick guy. So there's a chance he could have gone there. Darmic, can we pull that up? I have no idea how you could pull that up. I'll try. Yeah, it was funny. So I run into Hector the other night. I'm out with um, to see my friend DJ flip out over at House Party. And uh, Hector and I were talking. And Hector brought up something that I didn't know, that he worked with one of my favorite 
rap magazines, and that's long gone, and it's called Stress. Stress magazine. So now, what what year is? What are the Stress years? We're going back. That's ninety four or five. Like ninety ninety five, I think was the launch. Like ninety five is a launch. All right, Dharmic has something. The alumni of this school include Red Auerbach, the legendary NBA coach. We're talking and, about Eastern District. But that's probably the Eastern District that like Mel Brooks went to. That's yeah, yeah, a different yeah, yeah, yeah. One. Oh, it's a different one? Yeah, it's the same school, but that's when it, that school lived in like the Hasidic area of Williamsburg, and it was a lot smaller. It's now a Hasidic junior high school. And then they opened this brand new campus, which the school itself has a football field, and it's like gorgeous, but <laughs> it just was a different New York. That New York might have had a guy named Memphis Bleak attend that school. It's possible. I know he went to 71 because I have friends that were in the same class as him. Yeah, it's, it says here. I'm using Wikipedia. Yeah. It says Memphis Bleak. It's very possible because it, it's his own school. It was like the zone school for everybody. Like half of Best Eye, most of Bushwick. Not because they went to Bushwick High School, but some of them. And then, yeah, we definitely had like the Stye in, in Williamsburg before the hipster bomb. Gotcha, gotcha. There we go. Okay, Mem- Memphis Bleak. That's somebody. So not OC. I don't know. OC, OC may not used be. used to hang out across the street from it at Who's Next Barbershop some years ago. Yes, I know the barbershop. There's actually a guy in there. He's an Asian guy. He ran with my boy Max Glazier. I forgot his name. Well, whatever it is. Shouts to him. All right, so Stress Magazine, right? Explain to us what Stress Magazine was for our audience out there who may not be familiar with Stress. I, I know that, that it was a magazine started by Alan Kett, yeah. the uh, graph artist, who I believe is from the same neighborhood as you. Yep. Right? Yeah. And I guess Stress was... Did Stress... I mean, Stress was ill. It just was like New York street culture. It was kind of like that real New York state of mind. The first cover was like Raekwon, and he was like, had trees in his hand and they had stories on like how to boost and shit like it was how to boost and stuff and uh it was it was crazy like the topics they had then uh they followed it with a tricor quest cover and then the third one i think that's around the time i came like right before that and that's jay-z's first um jay-z's first magazine cover oh yeah reasonable dot had not even dropped Nice. Yeah. So it was like kind of the it, the magazine dropped as Reasonable Doubt dropped. Ah, uh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. So it's yeah. Well, I, I remember Darmic. Mm-hmm. There was a, a poster that came inside of the Stress uh, Jay Z issue, and I actually had that poster on my wall. And and I ran into Hector. And we were talking the other day about a concert that where Jay Z performed for about 150 people maybe less at the spot called the Buddha bar, which is down on Varick street. And Hector told me that he was there. And I looked at him. I was like, dude, I was there. Like I was there. And for anyone, obviously who has followed the career of Jay-Z or knows anything about Jay-Z to have the opportunity to see a Jay-Z, a young Jay-Z perform in front of like maybe a hundred people in this tiny bar. Like you're pretty blessed. Yeah. Like, right. Yeah. It's weird. Like I tell people that that's I think that's where the conversation started. We were talking about like music or something. I was like, you know, I don't I hate I don't want to like judge because it's unfair. Like I've seen some amazing things. So and because of stress. So like I got to see that 
I actually got to see the whole Wu and the entirety perform at Rikers Island while Old Dirty Bastard was serving time. Wow. You know, like... When was this? This was right before they dropped their second album. And Old Dirty Bastard was doing time on the island. And they went, you know, performed. And he came out. They had, like, food for him. You know, like catering and stuff. And he didn't want it. He was like, give me a jailburger. I want a jailburger. And then they got to him when he was on stage. And he, like, bit into it and rapped. It was crazy. That was sounds crazy. ridiculous. It was, like, in the yard. And <laughs> Method Man still jumped in the crowd. Like, it was, like, you know, like... Yeah, that's risky. That's risky. Very risky. Was was ODB decked out in like a jail jumpsuit? Was that? Yeah. Was, wow. It was not. Yeah. He didn't have. He didn't have the teeth in. So it was just like three teeth. <laughs> that's crazy. That's next level. So it's like I see something like that. People are like, oh, what do you think about it? Like, like of other shows, and I'd be like, I'm jaded, man. I, you know, I just been fortunate. Yeah, something like House Party last week probably isn't the same as no. uh, <laughs> <laughs> as Wu Tang Clan in, in, in Rikers Island. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, man. That's well, Speaking of that cover, the Jay-Z cover, what was Jay-Z decked out in at that time? It's wild because the cover is so blurry. Like, it's just kind of almost like a silhouette of him if you look at it. You can look it up. It's like it's he's like out of focus. But, you know, he's it's it's the Jay-Z cover. <laughs> yeah. what, what were you doing at the time when you were you were over there? I was like interning, trying to get into like the graphic design stuff like i picked up photoshop at lunchtime i was on like my third high school at the time because i wasn't you know the best of students or well behaved and somebody saw potential jessica green who's ill in her own right she's actually the daughter of ernest green one of the little rock five she saw potential in me and she was like hey man like i'm gonna get you this internship but you can't be smoking or getting involved in what the grown-ups are doing but you know and I started doing it, and once I saw Cat, and he's from the neighborhood, and it's like we were walking into these Manhattan buildings, and, you know, you got dudes wearing suits that are probably just pouring coffee, and then I had, you know, this dude who's like Tim's shorts, you know, with like five grand in his pocket going to a bank. I'm like, man, that's, yo, there's a career in hip-hop. Like, I'm going to do art in hip-hop. Nice, nice. So it was like, it was a good, like, U-turn, but, yeah, Jessica Green definitely looked out big time. See, we all have our, our humble beginnings, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I, I guess in music, your entertainment, like any business, you are lucky if someone who's more established and reputable takes your hand and kind of guides you and brings you into the business and co-signs you, and it makes it much easier for you, right? And and at that point when you're recognized for being dope at what you do, and for someone to, to kind of come along and, and say, yes, you, you're dope, I'm going to help you out, like, that's a big thing, and especially to a city kid, right? Like, I, I grew up in a city, and, you know, there are people in my career who've come along, and they saw, like, whatever potential I had at that age. So it's very important. And I'm sure that for you as well, Dominic. Yeah, definitely. A lot. Of, oh, there's definitely been a lot of people who've, like, looked out and given advice, and I've just been able to even just observe, just be around them and see how they move. That has definitely helped. Yeah, and, and what's cool, and what Hector was saying is, you know, you could have a career in entertainment, where you're not making music, you're not producing music, but you're playing an even bigger part. And what's bigger now is is the visual aspect of music. The visual aspect is way bigger now as, as you look at everything on the internet and you have a really, really small window of time to, to catch someone's attention and keep them there and keep them clicking. So that all starts with a visual. 
the visual is is definitely uh you know the centerpiece to any story and uh today i was looking at hector's timeline on his instagram and i saw a illustration that that he did with the one and only quest love and i, I want you to tell us how that came about and where our audience could find it not now because they need to stay in and listen yeah. to us but after the show um I guess I've been kicking it with OK Player for like the last five, six years, and they have this holiday party, and every year I'll do the invite. So like one year they were like, the roots were like Christmas cookies on the poster, and then the next year I did like a Charlie Brown roots thing, and then the final year was last year when they made the sweater out of it. I designed that. And then this year we made an animation, and it's like a Questlove, Patti LaBelle story. <laughs> that seems to be doing pretty well on the internet and it dropped today mm -hmm. and yeah it's just one of those things like people see it works and be like oh man could you help me out with this little thing and you're like all right cool so was that your idea the anim the story itself I, I brought the animation to okay player like two years ago i say hey man i could because i do animation so i'm like i could do this animation or whatever and they're like oh that'd be cool but right now we don't have like time and then they hit me about like three weeks ago <laughs> like that's a lot of time right and they're like hey man let's you know you ready to rock and i'm like yeah let's do it nice like, let's make it happen so that's on like youtube it's on it's on youtube and it's on that okay player right. website yeah gotcha. so if you want to see that go check that out mm -hmm. and you'll see great great work and I, I always feel and I, we talk about this here that artists in 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 rap don't really get the love you know, especially designers. I feel there's definitely a an ecosystem for graffiti writers or for writers, but for the designers, the uh, graphic designers in hip hop, I feel like they kind of get overlooked. Uh, we've had someone here in the past. His name is uh, Brent Rollins of uh, Complex, who's wonderful, wonderful creative guy, and we had the same conversation with him, where I just feel that. You know, a lot of you don't know the names of a lot of designers, and unless you got that record cover and you flipped it over and you, you know, really wanted to see who designed it, like you'll be like, "That's a great cover," but you'll never know who did it. Yeah. And how how's it feel to you to to be the invisible man I kinda with all like the pull? It. To be honest, I like it, man. I don't I don't know. When I was young, I used to rap and want the attention, and I kind of just like chilling and be like, "Yeah, yeah, I like that," you know, like. There's covers that like people don't know that I've art directed or you've seen, and people are like, oh yeah, the cover's so ill, and then I'm just like, yeah, I art directed that, or you know, like like what covers maybe people uh, recently with? right now. Uh, Tim Hotep hit me up to do the Yo Drew cover, and I had did one, and then he was like, oh man, I don't want people to think that's a bite. You know what else you think we could do? And at the time, I was like super busy, and I was like, man, just have him write it you know have him write write it down on a napkin just take a picture of it <laughs> and pretty much they took that and you know you saw the first cover yeah so i mean it wasn't a proper like hey we're gonna set up a camera and shoot this but nice. that's that's art direction you know yeah and, it, but it i've is. done freddie gibbs stuff i've done like uh gang green i did the uh the alchemist what was that the russian roulette oh, okay um yeah, it's like... What about uh, Mass Appeal covers? Have you worked on any of the... I haven't done the covers. I've done a lot of the, like... There's illustrations inside the magazine mm -hmm. that I've done. If you look, you'll see... Yeah. Nice. There's stuff that I've done in there. Um, trying to think what else is, like, this year or something. 
Think, man, think. Yeah, it's hard because it's just like cranking. Do you have a portfolio I mean, online that people could check out? Nah, that's I haven't up. I own Hector.com, mm-hmm. just like I have Hector the Twitter and Hector the Instagram. But you're I, very lucky to have that, man. I haven't updated. I haven't. I actually took the site down like five years ago, mm. just because I would get harassed by people, and I'm not like the business kind of person to like deal with people. Like I, if it was up to me, I would help the entire world. You know? <laughs> yeah. So it's like. I would say being an artist, and it's been like this since like junior high school. It's like having a, like being a lady. You know what I mean? Like, like having something that's sought out after. Because like from like the minute it hits that age, like seventh grade, somebody's like, "Oh man, you kind of ill at that." Yo, you could do my name, you know. And then once it evolved, it was just like, "Hey, can you do this for me? Could you design the thing for my like bar?" Or which actually, that's another connection we have. Who? Because. Uh, I used to DJ and I did like the website and the graphics for One and One, ah, which is owned by Terry Dunn, who used to who own, used to own Tramps, which I performed at at Black August, and that was another. Oh wow! Yeah, at the first Black August, I performed. What is at. Black August? Black August is the, and this is something that ties into the next show that's coming up. Black August is a, I guess, politically driven concert that was. A concert series that was put together to bring light to the uh, Mumia organization and all this kind of stuff. The Free Mumia movement, exactly. And and the earlier shows were at Tramps, and they featured uh, the likes of like Dead Prez and Immortal Technique, who's the guest on the next show coming up. Mm-hmm. So good times. The first one, I think, the first one was like benefit. They also had like to raise money to like send instruments out to Cuba and do hip hop Cuba it's yeah. all it's all coming back full circle of course so uh, <laughs> but that first one I remember it was like Danny Hawk was a host you had Fat Five Freddy Dead Prez like most dads I like well the first one was like pretty large like it was like like I was gassed you know <laughs> like we were like the openers when nobody was there but we were just hyped to be in the cypher in the basement and like be able to just spit in front of these dudes Nice. All right. Well, this is NW3 Radio. You're listening. This is 89.1 FM. We're chilling with Hector. Hector is an art director, illustrator, all-around great guy, and he represents the uh, Mass Appeal crew, and he's a Brooklyn boy. So you know we have to get the Brooklyn guys up here, Darmic. Of course. Of course. And um, we're going to get into some music. All right. Listen, before... No, no, no. Stop the music. Before we get into this... Mm -hmm. We, as a Christmas gift to you, are going to open up the phones and you can talk to Emily. I know it's been three weeks since Emily has been here. And you'll be able to talk to her. You have to call 212-998-1818. Emily will be back in about 15 minutes and we're going to talk to her. We're also going to talk about the hot topic of the day. And that is the arrest of a Brooklyn rapper. And... It's, it's a hot topic, is it not, Dormit? It's one of several hot topics, in my opinion. Okay, well, in the rap world, this is this is the rap topic here. Fair enough. Hi, NW3 Radio, Peter Waits, Dormit X, Emily Oberg. What, Sunday? So, what's your difference? Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, all together. Are you going to waste time? Are you going to do any work in your life? Why do I do that? But I do anything to do. अच्छी तरह करना जरूरी है अगर मैं साइंटिस्ट बन जाऊं लेकिन अच्छा साइंटिस्ट नहीं बनूं तो क्या फायदा 
भले घास काटने वाला बनू लेकिन अच्छा तो कोई मतलब है मैं ये सोचता हूं ठीक सोचते हो लेकिन सिर्फ सोचने से काम नहीं चलता कुछ करना भी पड़ता है तुम हमेशा कहती थी ना कि मेरी जिंदगी में कोई लक्ष्य नहीं याद है अब है WMYU 89.1 FM. My name is Peter Oasis, Dharmic X. You're listening to Now Where Were We Radio. And we have someone here who's going to drop some knowledge. Yumi, please drop knowledge. Tough classes. Don't be afraid to take on tough classes in high school. You need them to succeed in college. Most colleges require four or three years of math, English, science, social studies, and at least two years of the same foreign language. So push yourself. You may not need all these classes to finish high school, but working harder makes getting into college a whole lot easier. For more info, visit knowhowtogo.org. Again, it's www.knowhowtogo.org. This has been a public service from WNYU. And thank you, Yumi. For those who don't know, I, I know we've said this before, Dharmic. Mm-hmm. People don't know Yumi. Come back. Come back. Sit. Come Yumi back. is the producer. So everything offline, I mean, everything actually online, mm-hmm. our playlist, the playlist and our tweets and whatnot come from Yumi. So Yumi, introduce yourself to our audience. What's up? I'm Yumi. I do everything. She does everything. <laughs> Wait, ha- have you been on this show before? Um, I feel like you have. Yeah, we read the Foreign Exchange Kids Pancake PSA. Okay, so when we need a PSA, Dharmic. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, there was the Ricky Powell episode, which was legendary on a lot of reasons. Although I don't think you contributed <laughs> vocals to that particular uh the spectac- spectacle. I, I was there to be persuaded to sit on the funky uncle's lap. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a great moment in NW3 radio history. <laughs> Legendary, we might Shout say. Shout to Ricky Powell, wherever you may be. Mm-hmm. And uh, thank you, Yumi, for your contributions to the show. Thank Where can you. people find you on the internet? Nowhere. All right. You don't want to be stalked. Unlike our other co-host to your right... Emily Elaine Oberg. Stop. Welcome back to the show. Yes. Okay, you come take a seat here. <laughs> we still have Hector here. We were speaking with Hector earlier about the life and times of a designer. Um, yes. At a magazine, at a rap-related magazine. And he told me something really cool, which we have to get to in, in a little bit as well, that he did that I totally forgot about, which is amazing. We'll get to that in a, in a bit. But yeah, Give us a, a, a mic check, Hector. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Hold on. Is this on? No, no, no. NW3 Radio. Yes, yes. Emily Oberg. Yes, yes. Yes. One, two. Why didn't you play my songs yet? Are they coming? Uh, we did let Emily choose a few songs, and this week we're happy to tell you she didn't choose her favorite rapper. <laughs> and I'm not happy Why because happy she did it. I'm just that. happy that you listened to something other than your favorite rapper. So, how's work? Good. For those who don't know, Emily... You don't like to talk about my work. Well, Emily is a newscaster. I'm not a newscaster. I'm complex. a producer. Complex.com. She is a producer. 
She's well known on the internet for her sneaker collection. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. And most importantly, you are now about to star in a sitcom that you can't you. talk about. I'm not starring in a sitcom. You what? You're, you're re- we're remaking Friends? You're on Friends? What? <laughs> Who said that? I don't know. I'm asking. Yeah, no. what's up with our mic over there, Darmic? It's technical difficulties, I think. Darmic, I touched it. Wait, are we opening the phone line mm-hmm. soon? Like, people are waiting to All call. right, Emily, how do people call us? Call 212-998-1818. That's 212-998-1818. You could call and you could wish Emily Oberg, Darmic X, Peter Oasis, and Hector... A happy Christmas. A happy, um, a happy holiday, a Merry Christmas, and a happy Hanukkah. Uh, if you're out in New York City tonight... Be safe, as always. Don't drink and drive. Um, what else, Emily? I don't know. What's the, Let's talk about what you want to talk about. Well, I, I did want to talk about the news of the day, and that See, being the arrest. Whoa, I, I think Hector's coming to life. I think so. You're Hello. Back. Turn it up, Dormit. Okay, Darmic, we're going to talk about the big news of the day. Now. All right, we're going to talk about the big yeah. news of the day. Emily, what I happened today? What or happened? last night? What? No, it was early this morning, I think. No, okay. no, it was last. It was last night. The incident happened last night. Oh, but People started are... talking about it today. Okay, so I guess Bobby Shmurda and his crew mm-hmm. were arrested under gun char- weapon charges at the studio, a Quad Studios, yep. legendary studio in hip hop history. Holy shit! Quad, <laughs> Emily, come on now. Quad Studios is also where Tupac. Way to go, was Eclipse! Shot. By the way, I have to say that's all his Sorry, his fault. Fo- Eclipse scared Emily. Okay, it's okay. okay. All right. So what Emily said is that Bobby Schmurder, <laughs> the rapper from East Flatbush, Brooklyn, yes, was arrested on gun charges. Darmic, from what we understand, this is the result of an investigation. <laughs> yes, an ongoing investigation. Ongoing narcotics investigation. So. What do we have now? So, I mean, basically, this has been a sting that's been going on for uh, a few months. We're not exactly sure why. We do know that uh, Bobby Schmurda had been arrested in June for weapons charges, so it might be an ongoing thing from that. Um, everybody in his crew apparently got arrested um, that yeah, that night, including uh, a label executive, the guy who signed him, Shamani XL, and Roddy Rebel, the other guy who is a part of that hot song um hot n-word song um it's called hot boy the hot boy okay edit, the radio actually. edited version yeah so they both got arrested uh as did an a&r of the label who's not really a part of the crew um okay it was there's video of the arrests of people being taken out of the studio okay um and i believe they're still all currently being held pending an arraignment tomorrow and there's an indictment that is currently sealed and will be unsealed tomorrow so we'll find out the details of what was going on tomorrow perfect all right do you think this is front page of the new york post worthy Yeah, it's a big deal. Um, Will will the New York Post put this Bobby Schmurder arrest on the front page? They probably did. Well, no, I wasn't on the front page today. Well, it wasn't on the front page when we checked because there was a bigger story that kind of broke within the last two or three hours. We might be at war here with North Korea, possibly. Um, At least that's the way the headlines are portraying it as. Um, Darmic, stop. North, Sorry, North, don't take, it, out, don't take it that far. All right, here's what happened. <laughs> North Korea, America believes that North Korea is the one are the ones behind the uh, hacking incident with Sony Studios that resulted in leaked information and threats against 
movie theaters that were uh, about to uh, air the the movie called The Interview on Christmas Day. And Sony, in retaliation to the threats, decided to pull the interview off of all theaters. So the inter- the movie is not being aired on Christmas. And Bobby Schmurder <laughs> That has nothing to do with it. I'm saying that's the bigger story that people that's are covering over over Bobby Schmurder. All right, yeah. so, so Rap News Junkies, big day for you. If you were to simply go to your timeline or you would search Bobby Schmurder, there are some really interesting tweets, and I want to take a look at these just because what we see here, there are a lot of people who kind of wanted Bobby Schmurder to fail, and I think it's mostly because his music is kind of caca, or at least he had one good song, and it's a shame that he had to go down like this, but something tells me from listening to the lyrics and his music that he's been involved in dirt way before he got the attention of every magazine editor and music writer and fashion, well, I wouldn't say fashion... Emily, it didn't strike me as fashionable. Is, is Bobby Schmurder considered to be a more fashionable rapper like an ASAP Rocky? No, or a, he wears uh, Adidas track pants. Enough said. Like, Th- and not in a good way. And that's not sporty and rich? I mean, I wear Adidas track pants, but that's just like, not a, like, I just... <laughs> okay. So in, he, a, in, he, a str- in a struggle way. All right, so when I'm asking Emily... No, we he's would not, not a We would not see him on the runway of, of one of these cool brands. like um, At all. Not at all. At all. Bobby Schmurter's not getting that call. At all. ASAP, at all. ASAP Ferg would get the, the gig over him. Yeah. There you go, Darmic. Okay. Well, you're, a, leading, you're leading this conversation somewhere. Uh, I, I'm saying it's just, it's just a sad day in rap history. I'm, Why is it... No. I don't know. I mean, it, it is what it is. You, you figure a guy like him, he would run into some hurdles and obstacles. People kind of saw this coming, and, and it happened. And we don't know the details yet. It's possible that this isn't really that big of a deal. We don't know. It could be just everybody got swept in, and not everybody's going to be charged. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't know. Yeah. you know, It's just not a good thing. It's just negativity. Well, obviously, we don't want another someone else in jail that's horrible. Yeah. But you know what? If you do the crime, my friend, you brag about it in your video, you rap about it. And that's not to say that every rapper who raps about guns and drugs actually uses said two things, because we all know that that's not true. Right, Peter? That's not true. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know many rappers, but if I did... Oh, yes, you don't okay, know any rappers. Like Pusher T, mm-hmm. he raps about some rough stuff. Is, yes. he, is he about that life? Yeah. I mean... He was. I, I don't know the extent of how much we know his managers and his affiliates all got locked up um, around oh seven oh eight for that. His his manager at the time is in jail for twenty twenty years or something. And then we have rappers like Lupe Fiasco, who isn't necessarily a gangster rapper, but his manager, his right hand man, Chilly. doing what's his name? Chili Chill, right? Chili Chilly doing some time. Mm-hmm. Why, Hector? How you feeling back there? Uh, good. Growing up in the hood, I'm sorry. I'm sure you've seen some some friends, unfortunately, go down due to some grimy stuff. Yeah, it's common. It's common. It seems like you you took a, a different route. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you regret taking this route? Not at all. Not at all. I think I, I think I chose the right path. 
You did. Yeah. All paths lead to this radio station. Yeah. And and leading to cool things like the Meow the Jewels campaign, which I thought was one of the funnier moments in rap music this year. The Run the Jewels did a Kickstarter called Meow the Jewels, and they raised a lot of money for a good cause, I believe. And uh, you were a part of that. Yeah. I uh, put that video together with the cats, and I'm the voice and a lot of people think it's somebody from a Red Man album, but it's actually me who goes, Meow the Jones. You can get it right now. <laughs> See that? That's what Mass Appeal does. Some creative stuff like that. Creative stuff. Speaking of Mass Appeal, shouts to uh, Sasha Jenkins. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, no discussion about Mass Appeal or any of the great things that go down there would be complete without mentioning Sasha. We're going to open up the phones. New York City, call 212-998. 1-818-212-998-1818. If you have any questions for our guest, Hector, who is the art director over at Mass Appeal, Emily Oberg, who is the all-around great newscaster and professional laugher, <laughs> Darmic X, who's just all-around good guy. Thank you. Um, I, I Unfortunately, I'm not here to answer any questions. <laughs> no comments. No, no comments. No comments. No interviews. Wow, no one's calling today, We Emily. had a caller earlier, but we were in the middle of other things. We couldn't interrupt, and he was probably from the Bronx. <laughs> it was probably one of the two, one of one of the What's guys wrong who with ca- the Bronx? Well, it, for those who were listening last week, we had a certain caller call We have in. a great caller from the Bronx. We have a great caller. every week. We have a great caller from the Bronx. Shouts to Oops. Yes. And, and I, I was telling Darming that we need to get Oops up here. Yeah. Oops is a writer. He's he's one of our smarter callers. He was a great caller. We had another caller who wasn't nearly as uh uh Yeah, speaking of graph, Hector, what writers did you come up with out there? Uh cat. I kind of just stayed away from the grafting. Kind of cuz it died down by the time it was time for me to jump on it. And then I mean, I have a homeboy. He's like the later generation, but every you know, grab people just have too much beef, man. Yeah, over like nothing. So it's like, I don't. Even, I would shout him out, but then you know, people be like, "Oh man, he's friends with him or whatever." It's like I'm friends with him as a human being, not as you know, whatever you guys have over like writing your fake names. Uh, writers are very, are very sensitive. I, I've seen some some crazy, crazy beefs over the years. Yeah. So I. You know, but I've worked on, I've rocked on like murals, like two of the largest, longest standing murals in Williamsburg. Where are those? Senior muralist. There's one by, uh, there's one on Barry. They got a giant uh, fetus smoking. That's you? I didn't know by myself, but I'm a senior muralist on it. And then there's one on Hughes in South Forth. And that one's about asthma. We got a phone call. Who's calling in? Calling you on the air. Yo, yo, this is your brother. What's up? This is Oops from the Boogie Down. Yeah, Oops, man. Yeah, you know, it, this is it's unfortunate um, that, you know, rappers, when they reach a certain intelligence level as a business person, you can't be walking around with guns. That's, you hire security for that. I mean, and I would imagine that Bobby Schmurter is making some money. And uh, he'd be able to to walk around with it, an off-duty cop or someone who's licensed exactly. to protect him. Exactly. And they stay outside of the studio. You go in, you take care of your business, do your music. We see nobody trusts anybody. No. Anymore, and it's very hard to trust people. Um, so that that's what I'm going to say on that. But also, writers, also, when one writer is always a little better piecer, knows how to blend the colors a little better, you know... 
and you're good and people want to hang out with you because you're good, you should have haters. Yeah, oops, when were you out in the Bronx catching ups? Are you are you from the old school yeah, yeah, 80s? Yeah, yard right on 207th Street. Nice. Um, hung out in the Grand Concourse, Old Park, when it was back in the day. It was like park for, for dancers, riders, singers. Cyclists, motorcycles, right? I mean, the whole park was the joint. That's where everybody hung out in the Bronx before they went to Devil's Nest. That was on Tremont Avenue. Nice. Yeah, oops. Uh, just, just before you go, I saw a very interesting um, graphic on the internet uh, about a day ago, and it was a name uh, names of 1970s Brooklyn gangs. I wish I had bookmarked it. And there there were some really great names of gangs and they had an in, a little map, you know, mapping out where the gangs were in Brooklyn. Are there are there any any crew names or any great gang names that came out of your era up in the Bronx? Well, it was um it was pretty uh I wouldn't say eclectic. It wasn't just like one gang. I mean, you had Chinglings, you had Supreme United Kings, you had 5%ers um, all within a 10-mile radius of each other. You have Ball Buster Gang, Dominican Gang, over on 207 I, Street. I heard about those. Yeah. I don't know if it's because I'm Dominican, but I heard about them setting certain yeah. uh, curfews yeah. in the Heights, and I heard some very horrible stories, man. Yeah, and you couldn't even go into Little Italy because the Albanian boys were there. So if you weren't if you weren't <laughs> of their nature, you couldn't even go to Little Italy to get some cheese and some pasta. <laughs> right right nah. there at Fordham University. No ravioli up on no Arthur Avenue? Af- no ravioli during the no time. Oh, man. Well, <laughs> oops, man. I-, I love when you call in. And like I said, you got to reach out to Darmic. We'd, lo- we'd love to have you up here to come hang out with us, man. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Yeah, I'm going to bring our DJ Pistol Pete also. All um, right. You know, we grew up in the same neighborhood as Kid Capri. Him and Kid Capri were homeboys back in the day. Yeah, we, we'd love yeah. to have a conversation with you, and we know our audience really appreciates you calling, and I appreciate you calling. Yeah, man, you, you become part of the family. You know, what's up, what's up? So you know we got to have a cigar together. All right. <laughs> a, a Cuban cigar. But oops, thank you, and, uh, right, and happy Hanukkah. Okay, now. Peace. NW3 Radio, Peter Oasis, Darmic X, Hector of Mass Appeal, Halftime Show's setting up. They got a Mortal Technique coming through. For those who know who Mortal Technique is, he needs no introduction. Emily Oberg is tweeting or Instagramming. Emily, how do you feel? Tired. Jeez. <laughs> really now? I couldn't tell. You sound wide awake there. <laughs> it's late. Oh, yeah, it's past your bedtime, apparently. <laughs> yo, yo, Emily, like, sleeps at, like, 10.30 normally on a, yeah. on a normal day. When you get up at 6.30, like, what else are you going to do? I, I think you can you can manage to wake up at 6.30 and sleep a little later than that. I mean, I, I, I've done it. <laughs> do it on occasion. No. <laughs> Not for me. Emily Diva Oberg, yes. Peter is giving her, like, the ill, like, stank, eye, stank face. Peter like, always gives me this I mean, face. because we bring Emily up here... <laughs> and we expect Emily to contribute. Oh my God, Kay, what do you want? I talked about North Korea. I talked about Bobby Shmurda. Like, what more can I? What do else for is you? going on your job? <laughs> How was your holiday party? Party. I heard J Cole was there. No, it was Big Sean. Same Big thing. Sean. J Cole. Oh Big Sean. Oh my God, no, it is not the same. It's thing. all the same person. 
Actually, so, J. Cole has a pretty good record. I like the beats on his record. Wait, it was like, it's number one, right? Yeah, it is. I, I like the beats. Yeah. It's okay. I like Fire Squad, fi- or Firing Squad, Fire Squad. I like that record oh, a lot. I think it's a great album for, for him. Um, for him? <laughs> yeah, I, I think... I was a huge fan of J. Cole in 2009, 2010. I don't when, like his voice. When the warm-up and, and Friday Night Lights came out. And if he had put this album out then, at that time, as like his debut solo album, it would have been amazing. It would have been the next step for him. I, I, I think I've listened to some of his stuff, and a lot of it sounds like kind of Drake. Caller, 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 you're on the air. What's up? <laughs> What's up, man? Where are you calling from? I'm from Connecticut. What's your name? David. David? Yeah. Yo, David, happy Hanukkah. What you doing out there tonight in Connecticut? I'm just chilling. Yeah? Do you got your bay? You got your bay there? Uh. (laughs) I take that as a yes. Yeah. Cool. Yo, are you listening to that new J. Cole album? Um, no, I haven't. But I didn't like the last one. Fair enough, fair enough. I appreciate your honesty. Well, I, no, I, I like I like one song, Voluminati. That's a good one. Is it? I mean, I, I well, think... Other than that, I didn't like it. I think J. Cole's made himself very visible. I do question some of his actions, like protesting the night before the album comes out and kind of walking with the people. I think it's a little too... too uh, how do you say, darn Contrived. I, I think it, uh, J. Cole walking with the protesters could be some grand scheme of some PR lady or someone at the label who saw a great opportunity. But you know what? He was there, and not everyone th- oh, yeah. thinks like I do, and there's not everyone that's smart to put it together. Okay, we don't need you to go on a rant. All right. Well, brother, thank you for calling. All right. Peace. Caller, you on the air? Hello? Hello? Yo, what's your name and where are you calling from? My name is Hurricane. I'm calling from Maryland. Ah, what Maryland. Up? What up? What up? What up? Is Emily still there? Yeah. <laughs> hey, how you doing? Good. How are you? My, uh, you just here with my tweet on Twitter. Can you follow me back? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't follow anyone back but my friends. It's cool, it's cool. How you doing? <laughs> Good, you. What was your tweet? I tweeted, I will find you and I will marry you. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, that, that's mad basic. You know how many I'll marry you tweets Emily gets? I, no, I, I like it because it's like a Taken reference, with right? The taken, with, the, with the Taken thing. Yeah, I love that movie. <laughs> I, I know that. <laughs> nice. Well, thank you for calling. You have any last words for Emily? Any any request? Uh, not really, because I'm not re- really listening to radio. I just randomly saw that on Twitter and I called. Oh, nice, man. Well, thank you for calling. You have a happy Hanukkah. All right, you too. Uh, keep it up, Emily. Bye. Keep it up, Emily. <laughs> which which begs the question: How many do could you marry me, or will you marry me? Tweets do you get? Keep it up, Emily. What? Keep what up? On on, an, on a day, how many uh, marriage or date proposals do you get on Twitter? Like, uh, I don't know, like ten or so. Ten, ten a day. Wednesday is a little more because it's Women Crush Wednesday. Okay, okay, that's fair enough. Right, here's the deal. I used to manage someone. She was a, a female rapper, and um, when she didn't have money to eat, she would tweet out 
that she would like someone to send her food. And I kid you not, people would send her food. She'd say, here's my address. You know, go on Grubhub and send me some food, which I thought was kind of odd. Hey, was, was the food poisoned? No. She, she never got food poisoning? No, no one's poisoning people on the internet. I don't know, man. The internet says some scary stuff going on, especially these days. I, I would say for the J. Cole thing, his campaign hasn't been contrived because he's been doing this very personal interaction based thing where he's meeting up people for lunch or like playing ball with them on their like which gyms. is an even greater plan when you don't see it that's what you call native advertising native promotion yes and, and it's worked for him obviously the sales indicate that it has worked he sold 300 plus 360,000 I just think week. that is that's the brainchild or the, the creation of some great marketing department and with all praises due to whatever marketing department or whatever ad agency put that entire rollout together because it's winning, right, Hector? Yeah, it's hard work. It's, it's hard, hard work. work. I mean, that, you know. It is. To, yeah, I think things are a little more transparent now. In 2014, people kind of understand how the business works. And if you manage to cheat the system mm -hmm. and you disguise your actions as, as being genuine. Yeah. And you can get them across to where people don't even question whether or not they're fabricated. You're doing something right. I'll say that. Because of him not really having a great personality, some of it does kind of come off as kind of as corny. Um, you know, it's like this guy running out and trying to meet people in these like really intimate situations. It's a little weird, but it works for whatever reason. It obviously has worked because Emily, the results proved. How was the J. Cole performance at the Complex Holiday Party? She said J. Cole didn't perform at the Complex Holiday Party. Who was it that performed? Big Sean. He not really the same good. person? You've never met any of them. In I, I have no idea if, if who Jay Cole is or who Jay Sean is. Actually, I like Jay Sean. Jay Sean was dope. Jay Sean Indian. is dope. Indian. Yep. Indian. Speaking of Asians, at the top of the show, we played a great song by a Chinese-American artist, which is awesome. What's his name? His name is Zhu, Z-H-U. His name is Zhu. Zhu had an amazing rollout. Very organic, not, not forced, forced at all. He put music out on the internet with a logo, something I know that Hector could appreciate. Great artwork. He put out great music with great artwork and he landed a deal off of that where is he signed uh i don't know you you check out billboard i, I kind of breezed through it today oh, okay. but he did get a deal nice. off of it and a lot of attention he's a star he, that the music is is out of this world I, the first record we played today with the gold link great record amazing record yeah so shouts to zoo I, I would love to get him up here when he's in new york yeah i would too that might be difficult but we'll why is that darn he's already out of here in a lot of ways i i mean out of here but some, some PR department could be like yo it's good for you to go on college radio maybe we could string that it's maybe. good for you to hang out with Darmic, Peter <laughs> Oberg yeah maybe Oberg could pull him through Emily what oh. what did you say we said maybe you could use your pull and bring this guy through because you know we, we don't nobody really wants to hang out with me but you know how could we bring him through doesn't he live in LA when he comes to New York were you listening to us or not no sorry great awesome thank you <laughs> NW3 Radio, Now We're Worry, broadcast every Wednesday on this great channel. That's 89.1 FM in New York City, WNYU. We broadcast from the basement of the dorm where... Rick and Russell started Def Jam. So you know we're real. Coming up is the halftime show. I'd like to thank Hector of Mass Appeal you. for coming through. Good old Brooklyn boy. Shout out to Mass Appeal. I don't want them to get mad. Uh, Angel and Annie and all the... 
cats and run the jewels and all that i don't want them to be upset run yeah. the jewels best album of the year Shouts to yeah, yoga 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 tuesdays is it over at mass appeal it used to be something like that yeah shout out to yoga tuesdays shout out to my boy brian Can I out shout there out too mine my people sure shout out to complex mm-hmm and is that that it? That's, that's it. That's all I'm your people. I'm not gonna name because I know I'm gonna leave someone else. I'm just not gonna name. Yeah. Oh, we got a caller. Calling on the air. So it was David from before. I thought of a question for Emily. All right, you have 40 seconds. Hi. How do you stay positive in a world full of negativity? Is it full of negativity? How do you stay positive? Did you just try I to mean, answer the question with a question? Come on, now, give him an answer. How do you stay positive? Well, it's all in your mind. So if you just have a positive mindset, you control the outcome of every situation that way. That's a very based answer. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. NW3 Radio. You can find us on Stitcher. SoundCloud. SoundCloud. TuneIn Radio. iTunes. WNYU.org, of course. You can find the writing of Dharmic X on the internet. Uh, we Do we have another call? We do have another call. Do I take it? I have, we have a, a minute. Go. Call you on the air. Absolutely. Emily's completely right. It's not a problem. Oops. Make it in your head a problem. There you go. Right? The wisdom of, of the negativity and the hatred. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. That's what's up. <laughs> Thanks again. Knowledge reigns supreme. Yes. Over nearly everybody. Uh, coming up, we have some special holiday shows. I know we have the word out to party supplies, but I don't think he realizes that next week is Christmas Eve. Of course he doesn't. And in true Italian fashion, he will be Woo! eating some some fish somewhere with his family. I have to shout out Premier and Royce, DJ Premier and Royce, the Five Nine. They came last week for a pre-record that might come out on the airwaves soon, maybe next week, maybe maybe not. But yeah, that was a great conversation. They remembered uh, the infamous Rakim show. Yes, of course. that was a great show. I want to shout out Kelly Green. Yes. All the posse out there. Uh, little Carlo Boulevard, wherever shout, you be at. Shout out to my homegirl Gabby, who's here in the station Shout tonight. out to Gabby. And then thanks again to our producer Yumi for coming through and reading the PSA. Yep. Should we play the outro? Play the outro! Until I am Peter Oasis. <laughs> Until Emily speaks again. We are out. Bye. See ya.